Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free one-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the fan man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there called good. The old like Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The fan. Good afternoon! Hey! Happy Tuesday, everybody. Danny and Dusty with you. What a great day it is. Uh, Dreary, rainy. I'm going to poo-poo that immediately. Why? Um, I walked out the door this morning. Yeah. And uh, my my wife, she always says goodbye to me as I leave. Mm -hmm. I've got a little... Little, little Jordan brand Christmas sweater on. You're wearing it again, back to back, uh, back to back weeks of wearing the the I, I Jordan got, brand. I got I got to wear it at sweater. least two times. Okay, like it, that's fair. I, I, I got to. Like, that's fair. It's not a cheap sweater. Can't, can't, can't just wear it once. Okay, got to wear it twice. <laughs> and she's like, I like that sweater on you. And then she then she kind of pauses and gives me a squint, and I was like, But Uh-oh. what? She goes, Oh, nothing. And I should have just let it go. Oh, gave you the oh nothing. Should have just let it go. She's like, Your your hair is looking extra salty today. Oh, you're just going gray. You're getting old. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, more salt, less pepper. Thanks. That's what happens. You're getting salt and peppery. Thanks. There it that. is. Yeah, you're getting old, Danny. Mm. You're getting old. But you know what? It's always better to go gray than go bald. You know, sure. Like my, my hairline's still not moving. That's good. So that's good. Your your hair's still awful dark. My hair is dark. I feel like I'm gonna be. I'm, I feel like it's thinning though a oh, little bit. Okay. You know that them's the breaks though. Yeah. You know, it's getting a little bit thinner, but I still, I, it's going gray on the sides, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay. Aging is not a problem for me. People have a problem with getting old. I have a problem with getting broken. I don't. I, well, yeah, I think that's part of go, getting old, though, you know? The old, the old part of it doesn't really bother me. I, I like, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the get off my lawn segment of my life. Which which part is that? Like the one now. you've been living your entire life? No, it's now. You've had a lot of that in you, though. Yeah, no, it's what I'm saying. Forever like, is the yeah, get off my lawn. 100%. Like, now I get to actually, like, live in that lane. Okay. And, and it's kind of fun. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Well, um, happy Tuesday, old ass, because you got gray hair now. <laughs> How about that? Is that is that, is that the greeting you <laughs> were wanting for no. today? 
There you go. Jeff Russ is here too. There you go. Hey, hey happy Tuesday, speaking, Effers. Speaking of old, <laughs> damn. God, somebody peed in your Cheerios today. Yeah, my wife. Okay. Yeah, by just saying your hair looks gray. No, no. It was Gosh. it was the way that she said it. It was uh, the, the stop text. being so damn sensitive. I, I, I didn't think it was going to bother me. But this has you rattled. It did. Golly, this what is, is wrong with having gray hair? It's like, no, it's, it's it was just the look. I, I'm totally aware of how gray it is. Yeah, like the sides is, are essentially white at this point. There's what not did a, you want her to be like? Yeah, I, I see nothing different in your hair. Yes, your yes, hair is very denial. dark. And yeah. luxurious. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, I've, and I've reached the point where I, even if I wanted to, I couldn't do the brush in now. See, well, yeah. Just let it happen. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy anyways, because no. then you're just going to be walking around and be like, that guy's got a dye job. Yeah. Look at that guy's dye job. You. Everybody notices no, it. No, no. For sure. Even if like you are are brushing in the dye as you're a, going great, everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody, they're like, no. There was Your a TV guy that was on the road from a, a visiting team. Uh, Those guys are the best. Yeah, and it was you like, know, buddy, you are thirty years older than yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Let it go. The guy who embraced it the best, uh, Stephen Nelson, uh, MLB Network. Mm. You know, Oregon State grad. Mm-hmm. Dude went great at like twenty seven. Oh, and he's just like, yep, owning it. And he just rocks it. He's TV guy rocking that great. But he, is it just like straight white though? No. Okay. No, 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 no. It's not. When you get the straight white, I mean, just like the unbelievable white, but you're still young. Yeah. It's kind of a look. Mm. Not going to lie. It's a, it's a good look. I, that's like, what, like, like uh, you, silver fox is is yeah. a thing. You no, know, really. Like, like if you if you, you want to be the, the silver fox, like it's you still have the the, the 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 super thick cloth. Yeah. There you go. But you know, just gray, it's, it's just gray. Yeah. Right, here's your problem, Danny. We all know this as men. If you were to say what your wife said to you, you would be in marriage hell. Oh, I'd right? be dead. If you went with the, wow, your hair's looking a lot more salty than peppery. Yeah. <laughs> or, wow, those jeans make your ass look huge. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, some people would like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a thing now, you know. <laughs> but... You are getting just as sensitive about it. I am. It rattled me. That is a. I didn't think it was going to rattle me. And, it rattled and me. That is my. That's the issue that we have here. Did, is that you are, you are being just as sensitive. About I look it. I, and I just. The thing was, she, it was all like, up in your feelings. It was like psychological warfare. She didn't say it in the house. I was getting into the car and she was closing the door. She was like, <laughs> "He'll stew on this one all day." Wop. See, but. <laughs> But here's where the sensitivity comes in. Why are you stewing in I, it all day? I don't know. I didn't think it was going to bother me. It was me. a statement of fact. I had an hour-long drive into work, and I was like, I got, I don't know, 20 minutes into it. I was like, the hell does Dude, she mean extra You are going to come back, and you are going to have cowherd hair. When cowherd <laughs> moved to L.A., and he went straight brown, and he oh. was like, nobody's going to notice. And then he tried to, you know, I live in L.A. now. Yeah. I, I dye You're my friends. hair. You're going to be like, we're on Twitch now. I've got to dye my hair, which we are on Twitch. Are I don't now. know where to find it. 1080 AM, AM The Fan. 1080 AM The Fan. Yeah, twitch.tv backslash 1080 AM The Fan. Twitch, I should probably sign into that, huh? Mm. We are also at youtube.com slash 1080amthefan, where you can watch the program. And go like and subscribe. Do all of those things. Um, you can see why Danny's so damn sensitive over here. If you do lose that that hair, we do now have Rufio. He's in the chats. He's actually back in, in the chats today. There we go. Um, you know, he mentions the comb over. I'll never go that way. 
I feel by your reaction right now, no. you might no. be, yeah, no, you might be like, what are you talking about? No, I'm, not, I, I'm not going bald. And no, just I, I, that I shaved my head. Son of a gun so I'm over. already, I'm already, I don't know. Yeah, after this, I, th- I feel like the uh, chances of a future Look, meringue come over are, are, I, I are swear, not zero. I, I swear Look, on all that is holy, you can't I will be, never go for the comb over. You can't be taken at your word at this point because you're so damn sensitive about it. Like, <laughs> Look, I didn't, like... I have fully accepted that I am going fully gray. Yeah. I don't think you have no, based no. on your reaction to your wife's <laughs> comments today. It was the it was the extra salty that th- threw me for a loop. I was like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? You, what, what does that even mean? My best. I feel like extra salty is just Danny's middle name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, look, and this is this is the one thing that your beautiful bride has given all of us today. Is that by you admitting and sh- and letting your guard mm. down right now? Mm. You are letting every one Being of us vulnerable. push your buttons right now. <laughs> and if you think for Mistake one second, was made. the Vancouver Ford text line, the YouTube chat, I'm assuming Twitch has the chat too. If you don't, you're gonna be bombarded. You got Twitter. Hell, the olds on Facebook will be like, "What's wrong with the Grays?" They're gonna be commenting on the show mm. on the show's post today. Rust is gonna be in social media hell. Perfect. <laughs> You're going to be like the social media manager for a team that's sitting there when a team loses on a buzzer beater and the guy's like tweets at him, kill yourself. It's like, yeah. oh, great, cool. I just am a social media manager that and works the, for the team. The I team didn't, didn't cover and I, I, need, I need to go unalive myself. I, I didn't lose your bet for yeah. you. Yeah. So also, the Vancouver text line did have the, the one person I was thinking of who's the most like white-haired silver fox of all time, Steve Phillips, former Mets GM. Yeah, he, he was a good It was, was the whitest of white fox. hair, yeah. but it was at a young age. Like yeah, it's, it's like it was still stylable. Mm. You know what? You know what really bothers me mm. is you can Google drug rug and it w- immediately the poncho, the woven mm. poncho pops up. You Google silver fox and a damn silver fox silver pops fox up. up. <laughs> the actual animal, not the I want. I want silver fox celebrities. See, the going gray up top isn't what got me, but the first time I noticed a gray chest hair. Oh, Clooney is. That's when I got shook. What? The first gray chest hair. gray chest hair? Yeah. It's a little ground beef with a little seasoning in it. And now there's there's only like three, but they're all like in a little triangle right in the center of my chest. That sounds like a bolognese Mm. if there was one. Mm. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's go here. 17 handsome silver foxes who only get better with age. See, you need to, and this is from Woman's World. You know, maybe you could be the 18th on this list. Oh, Steve Carell's number one. Mm. He does. He does rock it. But you know what was amazing is his hairline made the most amazing comeback from season one to season two of The Office. I mean, yep, we all know he got the he got he got the plugs, but they're graying. That's what happens. I didn't know that's what happens. You get the real ones. You get the good ones. Yeah, like it's actually your hair. Patrick Dempsey, uh, Grey's Anatomy. I still love him from Can't Buy Me Love. Uh, he's number two. Mark Ruffalo is number three. What happened to Mark Ruffalo? He was Hulk and then... He, he, taking that Marvel money. Yeah, he took that Marvel and money. Just, and just L-I-V-I-N. Yeah. John Slattery, Mad Men. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oscar Isaac. I don't know who that is. Yeah. He's dubbed the Internet's boyfriend. Who the hell is that? That's uh, probably why, because he's the Internet's boyfriend. Yeah, he's, he's all over the place. Jeff Goldblum, Ted Danson. Danson went straight white, yeah. John Bon Jovi. Okay, yeah. He's uh, it's still definitely a full... Floofy head of hair. Oh, he's got great hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, you know from Mad or uh, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Got Sam El- Sam Elliott. Yeah. Sam See, Elliott. like you can be, ju- jo- and then George Clooney. George Clooney's on the list. I can Don be in Cheadle. that same same list. Yes. Yeah. You definitely Hugh, worth the same. Hugh Grant. Sizzling beef. Yeah, you could have that sizzling beef. <laughs> God, this list Usually it drops really extra. fast because Mark Harmon is number seventeen. Ooh. Would you please take your seats? Yeah, Harmon's. Uh, Ooh, that's a good one. Where should we take him? Harmon's a hundred. He was a guy who went white young too. Did he? Yeah. Like if you watch like the like the the earlier stuff that he was in. Yeah. He's he's going he's going early. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Phillips is a good one though for uh in our sports world. We don't yeah. have many like sports silver foxes no. out there. Rick Fox. Well, yeah, he's quite quite literally a I silver mean, fox. I mean, he is he's Rick Fox is a handsome man. Yeah, right? He's a handsome man. Yeah. Yeah. We can all say that comfortably. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I feel like at this point you might get sensitive about it. I'm like, dude, no, what are you talking about? Incredibly <laughs> handsome. He is a handsome man. So Mark Harmon, seventy-two years old. He uh, he used to live up <laughs> on and married uh, to Pam Dauber. There you go. He used to live up on Big Bear. Uh, my grandma used to run him. Uh, my grandpa ran a hardware store on Big Bear, and he used to come in there all the time. Oh, God, thirty years ago. Really? Yeah. Look at that. Small world. Hmm. All right, uh, Shane. <laughs> Shane says Danny the Petty King Meringue, which is the most, that is a great nickname for you. And you're even taking at least you show consistency. If anything, I've learned in this opening segment, it's that your pettiness is not just to anyone; it's to everyone, it including is. your wife. Yeah. Like you thought about, you stood for an hour on your drive <laughs> about one comment that your wife made. She- and you she know threw what? the chaos grenade. She knew what she was doing. I cringe to think of what you're going to come back with after you have a full day of ideas <laughs> of, you know what? You know what's going to dig at her? I got this. I'm going to ruin holidays. <laughs> Christmas is ruined, everybody. <laughs> All because you just thought he had to be cute. Uh, well, I'm here to tell you. You're trending towards a silver fox. So I'll, We'll just go ahead and we'll say it. All right. Our boss, Jeff, Jeff Sacramento. Mm. He is he's silver fox. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, he's, he's still got the full head, full head of hair. There's something about it, you huh. know. There's a there, there'll be chicks lining up for it, you know. Most of them have daddy issues, but hey. you know, whatever. You can be, you can be daddy. <laughs> there, there you go, daddy meringue. <laughs> uh oh, mm. don't do that. <laughs> All right, we got sports show for you today. Uh, Jaws back. That'll be a thing. Yeah, what are we expecting out of the Memphis Grizzlies now that Ja Morant is back? Um, I, I think that a lot of folks are like, oh, right, just in time for the regular season to start. Right around the corner, Christmas Day, mm. it, it's coming up. Uh, but he will make his debut. Just what everybody expects, Ja Morant returning. Yeah, 25-game suspension for being addicted to flashing guns and overall jackassery. Um, he will be back as a donkey. 4.30 tip on TNT tonight. Blazers play tonight. They have Kevin Durant and the Phoenix Suns coming in. Yusuf Nurkic in the Phoenix Suns in town. Drew Eubanks in the Drew Phoenix Eubanks. Suns in go. town. Nasir Little in the Phoenix Suns yeah. in town. It'll be fun to have the guys back in the building. It will? Yeah, they're good guys. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it's always better when they come back and they lose. Oh, sure. You know, which I don't see happening. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. But Brad Beal is out for a while, so there's that. Yeah. That KD guy's decent. Kevin Durant, still good at basketball. Mm. Devin Booker, also good at basketball still. But where we got to start this bad boy off, Monday Night Football gave us a little bit of fireworks. And 
How can you not root for him? Next on The Fan. Damn. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You ready, man? Danny and Dusty on the fan. That was the call right here on the fan last night. Steve Rabel with a holy catfish as the Seattle Seahawks stun the Philadelphia Eagles in Monday night football last night, 20 to 17. A beauty of a throw from Drew Locke and a guy that in the aftermath of that incredible finish to the game, how can you not root for Drew Locke after hearing him talk, after hearing Pete Carroll talk, and just kind of the awareness and the mentality that that guy has in the postgame? Drew Locke has been through it as a starting quarterback and as a backup quarterback. I loved everything about the way he handled his moment in the spotlight. I mean, this is a guy who, I mean, a year and a half, a little more than a year and a half, a year, 10 months ago, uh, you and I were talking about, hey, the, the Seahawks should go with him, go down this path, hard reset. You know, Geno Smith isn't the guy, blah, 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 blah. Geno is the year that he has. The Seahawks yep. have the year that they have. And, I mean, it's just there's so much that kind of goes into this moment, probably, what, 16 months later? Mm-hmm. And it's, it is. It's, it's it, uh, as a fan base in general as, as 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 american fans no we we love nothing more than a comeback story no and drew lock gave it to us last night yeah. i mean you talk about having the stones on a final drive of a game didn't see that coming when i saw the score and i was like man it was in the second monitor for me it and it was sloppy yeah. i mean the weather was bad the eagles were not great defense looked okay for i don't know 
what, what I would say 58 minutes of the game. Sure, and Jalen Hurts <laughs> decided he wanted to try to force a ball to A.J. And, Brown a dozen times. Well, there was a few times in, in that game where it Jalen Hurts is not right. The Philly offense is not right. Missing Shane Steichen is just as glaring as Jonathan Gannon being gone mm-hmm. as they lost their two head uh, coordinators to head coaching jobs this past offseason, which, hey, you make it to the Super Bowl, them's the breaks for you. That's why it's impressive what Kansas City's been able to do. But in that game, I, I feel like what we learned in that game and in 60 minutes of football and really over the last three games for Philly as they have a losing streak going on, it says a far more about the Eagles than it does the Seattle Seahawks as a whole, because it does look disjointed offensively. Mm-hmm. They are having problems finding a rhythm. And look, the forcing the ball to A.J. Brown, you said about a dozen times. Mm-hmm. The, the hard part is that when you have a guy like A.J. Brown, who he runs a lot of vertical routes, sure. he's going to be the guy you look to first. And if he has a step, you try to throw it. But it's all of a sudden going to be under the microscope when the quarterback isn't delivering the ball to him, yeah. right? If you get that initial look and you say, if he's even, leave him, mm-hmm. right? And he's going to run by that DB, yeah, you better. if you're going to pull the trigger go. on it, you better complete that ball. Mm-hmm. They are not. Yeah. And that it is bogging down their offense in big moments. And then Jalen Hurts, it's not just the balls to A.J. Brown. That first interception that they threw the, to Julian Love in the end zone, his receiver, uh, was, it, uh, was that Watkins? I think it was Quez Watkins yeah. who had he had a step and a half on Love, mm-hmm. and you underthrow the ball and it gets picked off in the end zone, right? Which like, is weird because that's not what we that's not what we associate the issues with Jalen Hurts. No, but it is right now. But, but right, last couple of weeks that it is, is like it makes you wonder: is he physically okay? And he's not. He's not healthy from like he's sick right yeah. now. They've got they literally flew him on a separate plane because he's sick. They have a few more. Uh, issues going on with maybe he is limited by injury mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, David Carr, again, saying they might be better off with Marcus Mariota. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't be. They've got some, they, they're working through some demons right now, mm-hmm. but they're still in a, in playoff contention. And I believe if, like, they yeah, went they, out, they, they still win the division. Yeah, they're 10 and 4. They still, they're still very much there. You know, I just started thinking of as it flashes on the screen behind you um, with Michael Penix. Jalen Hurts, where we all just kind of like, what the hell is going on yeah. with Michael Penix? Yeah. And then, you know, back to the championship game. Bing! Oh, he's, he's fine. Yeah. And I wonder if we're going to see something like that with Hurts. Because he, look, I didn't think that last year was like this this thing where it's like, oh, no, he's going to be a top three, top five quarterback in the, in the league. He's like, he's that dude. But he's definitely in the top ten. We saw him in that Super Bowl just dot guys. Mm-hmm. Just endlessly, the most accurate I've ever seen him, and it was progressing towards that way, on and on and on. And I was like, "This guy is really developing. This no. guy is showing things that the the faith is being rewarded." Yeah. And this year, you really haven't seen that as much, and the accuracy, particularly both on depth and ball placement, have just not been there for the past month. So you have to start wondering, like, yes, is the coordinator playing an issue? Absolutely, the, the comfortability, but also. God, there has to be something going on. There is continuity, and especially, look, you can lose coordinators, but systematically, if you have the same, if you have stylistically, same play caller, 
same continuity with your quarterback and relationship with quarterback, you can survive it, right? Like mm-hmm. that is why, you know, you look at Kansas City and they still have Andy Reid. And look, their issues are not just Eric Bieniemy being gone. Like it is far more because remember, yeah. Matt Nagy was the coordinator at the beginning of this thing. He leaves, goes to Chicago. Bieniemy gets promoted. He's there for a few years. Bieniemy leaves. Uh, Nagy is back in Kansas City. They have personnel issues that are going on. Like that, that is it. And they, they need to just kind of go to what works for them, which is should be running the football right now, especially with Isaiah Pacheco back. Mm-hmm. But in in Philly, where, where Kansas City has Andy Reid, who is the steady and consistent, Nick Sirianni is not that guy. He is not the offensive guru who's it is his system and other guys are calling it. Andy Reid, it is his system. It is his baby. Yeah. And other guys take it over. And they, they, make they, no mistake, he they has their got their little bam, their own little. Uh, they had the their little flavor. They take it to Emerald Emerald Lagasse. Lagasse. I was like, what bam, the hell kick is... it up a notch. Oh, kick it, they're taking it to Flavortown. That's right. Uh-huh. Garfieri. There you go. Take it to Flavortown. Uh-huh. Where Steichen leaves, and now the offense, it looks operationally different, right? And that can, that can explain a lot of it. But Jalen Hurts is even in, and I, I want to get into this a little bit later. Uh, I didn't know we were actually we could just do it now because I wanted to talk about Drew Locke and we, we will talk about yeah, Drew no, Locke because compl- he was he was amazing. <laughs> but Jalen Hurts was alluding to no, there's something f- far more disjointed with this offense in his post game press conference. I've been talking about execution all year. Um, been on the same page. Everyone been on the same page, and we didn't execute. Um, I don't think we were we're all were uh, committed enough. Uh oh. You know, you know, just just got to turn it around. You know, um, you know, it's a challenge that we have to embrace. And just continue to see it through. What do you mean by that? About being committed enough? Commitment. I don't know nothing that if I had a dictionary on me now. Um, excuse me. I don't know um, how else to say. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what you want me to tell you about commitment. Like he's just saying that the attention to detail isn't there yeah. this year. Also, that's what that that's what that means is that the commitment to go above and beyond to be great, the attention to details in committing to those, that is what makes a good team a great team. And that's yes. what you see in all of the great teams. The attention to he's detail. saying that that is missing from yeah. this team. And is that is that because Shane Steichen is gone? As Shane points out on the YouTube chat, he goes, "Hey, can we talk about the fact Steichen's got the Colts to eight wins and on in the running for a division title with Minshew as his starting quarterback? The guy's mm-hmm. incredibly missed by Philly. Absolutely. I mean, is it guy dots all his eyes across all his teams? And that's where I say operationally, is it starting there, and then you're starting to see where the sprawl in that trickle down. It's just not getting." to the other guys on the roster. It maybe hurts. It's guys like Kelsey you don't have to worry about. Let's also not forget that they lost like guys like Isaac Sayamalo yeah. to the Pittsburgh Steelers from their offensive line. Like they, Lane Johnson. Well, they lose their like, top, what, four tacklers defensively? and they lost Top five. Fought, fought, top five. And they lost, what, three starters like, off the offense? Like, that's eight, eight impact guys of 22 is a, that's a lot, man. And that's where you go. That's where details matter. And you can look no further than to what Seattle did on the very last drive mm-hmm. to 
You want to talk about attention to detail? There was one detail that was glaring in Drew Locke's incredible 92-yard drive. That, after Rust with SportsCenter. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Last night, Monday Night Football, saw the Eagles' struggles continue, but one thing that was really highlighted and pronounced is the Seattle Seahawks at the end of that game taking advantage of their goon, right? You find a guy... And you find that stooge on the other side, and you go after him. Mm. Last night, James Bradbury got absolutely torched on the final drive of the game. That final drive was impressive by Drew Locke. Heading into it, he was 17 of 22 for only 116 yards passing. He finished the game uh, 22 of 33 Mm -hmm. for... 208 yards. Mm-hmm. So he went 5 of 10 for 92 yards on the final drive of the game. Not bad. Every single one of those completions was against James Bradbury. Oh boy. They went at him five times on the final drive. Is that they, something that you think they identified early mm-hmm. in the game and kept that in their back pocket? Or it was something they, they saw at the end of like, let's just keep going. I think they went at him late because he was targeted six times and there were six catches for 112 yards against including him. 92 yards in the final drive of the game. But you take that and you just sit there and some of the throws that Drew Lock made including that game winner to to JSN. I mean, he, he put that ball in a perfect spot and Bradbury was actually in pretty good position. He had a uh, JSN had a step on him, but it was a great throw, great catch and just kind of highlighted the woes of the Eagles defense right now. But Drew Locke as a human being, as a person, I don't know how you could uh, watch that game. And you don't have to like the Seahawks. You don't have to be a, a person that likes Drew Locke. I mean, there's a lot of Bronco fans that are like, good riddance to Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. He is a guy that when he showed up in Seattle, it was to he and Geno to compete for the starting job. Yep. And Geno Smith beat him out, and he has been – the best teammate yep. that you could possibly be. And his post-game presser, even with, on the field with Lisa Salters and in the media room, I came away just really appreciating what Drew Locke is as a teammate, even if he's not the best quarterback of all time. Amazing won't do it justice. Amazing won't do it justice, but amazing also doesn't do justice with the O-line, what DK did on that catch, what the receivers did, what Ken Walker Zach Charbonnet did all game long, the tight ends, man. It takes a special group to rally around a guy that, you know, has come into his second game of the year, right? 
used to the same thing all year long, same cadence, same spin of the ball, everything. For a team like that, not just the offense, the defense to rally around me tonight, man, that was that was amazing. That DK catch was incredible, by the way. Just like pinning it to his yeah. hip. Turns in, out in being a, a dude with incredible athletic prowess is super useful. It is very useful. Yeah. It is very useful. Being DK Metcalf is is very be good. Fun to, it would be fun to be DK Metcalf for a day. Be six foot five, two hundred thirty five, two hundred forty pounds of just absolute chiseled. Yeah, I think mass. that would be fun, right? That would be fun. What would you do? Is it for a day? Is is DK Metcalf? Whatever the hell I wanted. Just basically take do anything physically you could possibly dream of. Yeah, yeah. He just be fun. fast. I'd just yeah. run probably all day long. Run, just jump. Run. Yeah, run over people. Yeah. That, that sounds Going to the right. fish market and just stiff arm people? Um, no, that's assault. Eh. Uh, that is, uh, that's assault. Yeah. You're uh, D- that's you're 100%. But if you're you walk DK into the. You're not you. Yeah, that's uh, still assault eh. and battery. What, seems yeah, like some, if you're walking through just like a fish in, market, yeah. just stiff arming people and hitting people, yeah, you should, you should I, Danny, walk. that does not change the, the laws. Mm. It doesn't, no. Well, you're only DK for a day, so it's DK's problem after that. You'd want to do it during football season. Yeah. You'd spend half your day in jail. Yeah. That wouldn't be fun. They'd have to catch you. <laughs> but that was an incredible sequence, and then hearing him talk more about the process in that final play and in that dot that he did throw to Smith and Jigba, you, you feel that Drew Locke is the guy that is the perfect backup quarterback. Doesn't draw attention to himself, mm-hmm. but is always there for the preparation. Take us back to the touchdown pass to, to Jackson. Just what was the play call? Take me through. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll remember that play call for the rest of my life, but um, we're breaking the huddle. I knew Jax had the one-on-one. Good reminder from Shane in the headset. I said, hey, Jax, if you're one-on-one, I'm throwing you this pill. Sure enough. Gave us a one-on-one look. Corner was soft. Jax hit him with some speed. Back pylon, back box throw. Came down with it. I love that. I'm hitting him with this pill. I, I'm hitting you with this pill, man. <laughs> I'm hitting you with this pill. And he, he dotted him up. And then you go to what he was going through emotionally mm-hmm during this thing. Again, Drew, we can see the emotion on your face. We can hear it in your voice. Can you can you just describe what you're feeling in your heart right now? Yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard to describe the feeling of, you know, not playing for so long, or at least what feels like a really long time to me. And then you sit there, you watch games, you wonder, can I do this still? I haven't been out there on the field. That's the human nature of it. You get back out there last week, I'm like, you know what? I'm the man, so I can go do this. And then you got another test this week where I didn't know if I was going to play or not. Sure enough, ended up playing. We're playing the Eagles tonight. And the, the boys around me rallied tonight. And it just, gosh, it feels so good. It feels so good. I'm so proud of everybody tonight. I think that's the part that everybody misses about professional athletes, you know, is that we see them from a production standpoint and what they do. I appreciate that we have Drew Locke actually being able to open up and eloquently describe his feeling right sure. being the guy like every single one of these guys has been the dude on every team they have Everywhere. ever played on yeah. because only the best of college football players end up in the nfl and in the nfl only the best of those get to start mm-hmm. and so to take that hit and that's why it's hard it is really hard to find a starting uh, a backup quarterback in the nfl 
who is willing to Except relegate themselves yeah. and because it's a reset of, of your your whole everything. mindset. Yeah, everything that you've done your entire. I am that guy. I am that dude because you cannot play that position without a, a steadfast belief in oneself. And I appreciate that Drew Locke was able to step out and actually say, like. I had those doubts. Like, mm-hmm. I like, I, I, I can I still do this? And the thing that really popped to me was after that interview ended, when Drew Locke went into the post game um, uh, press gathering afterwards, and all the dust kind of settles, he was asked about his relationship with Geno Smith, and mm-hmm. that kind of being a driving force for how both of them work off of each other. That's like an, an unsung hero in these last two weeks, man. Um, the encouragement that he's given me, the little pep talks here and there, helping in the film room. It just, it was so cool that like when roles flipped and I was going to have to go be the starter, he did the same thing for me that I was trying to do for him. Um, that's just an unselfish dude in there, man. Um, I appreciate him more than words can describe. Um, talking to me before that two-minute you know, you're the best player on this field. You're going to lead us down this field right now. Go get it done. You know, just things like that, man. It's just, it's really cool. This is a really special quarterback room, including Sean, when he came in here these last couple of weeks. Just a savvy vet, man. Knows a lot about ball. And it's really comforting having him in the room. Um, ah, it's just an awesome group. Drew, when he, when he won the job last year, you mentioned your relationship with him, how you guys were pulling for each other, and how yeah. important that was for you there to see him. In this moment over there, kind of being right there along with you, celebrating you. When you, yeah. you that, how, how good does that feel to know that he's hanging with you that night? Yeah, it was, it was just a full circle moment for, I think, the both of us, you know. Like I've said many times and I'm up here, I never want to be put in that position where I'm looking to the sideline and seeing him. You know, like that's, he's the starter for this team and that was uh, what we had playing going in the last season, what we had playing going into this season, and I'm supposed to be there for him. You know, I'm supposed to be helping him out, but unfortunate situation, and for him, like I said, to reverse those roles and be my biggest supporter out there, man, that's really cool. It's really cool stuff. That is everything that is, like, great about team sports. That's mm-hmm. everything that we're kind of told growing up, right? Is that, hey, either you are the dude or you support that dude. And, and you're reality, ever getting everybody pulling in, this, in the same direction. That's not always the case. It's rarely, rarely. the case. It, it, it truly, it rarely is. And it, it is cool to see these stories in, in when they come out and their success. Like after the, the touchdown that Drew Locke threw, he looks over to the sideline and there's Geno Smith giving him like the Superman, right? You unveil it, show your chest. And they both give that gesture back and forth to each other. It's genuine too, mm-hmm. and finding the genuine being a team guy that may be even harder than finding somebody who's just going to say it. Right? Is because there are a lot of guys who will say it, but who, everybody it's it? every man for themselves yeah. in that NFL world. And to see Drew Locke and Geno Smith kind of feed off each other, the season is not what the Seahawks kind of expected or anticipated this thing going. No, but they're they're there seven and seven. It's it is. And look, I am no Seattle Seahawks super fan, mm-hmm. but I find a, a, a lot of their former players to be very unlikable. <laughs> but what Pete Carroll has is it's culture, man. When you when you think of that word, you think of like the best franchises that have it That's right now. That's what Pete does better than basically anyone. It's Baltimore in John Harbaugh mm-hmm. and the culture that he has. You look at the turnaround with Dan Campbell mm-hmm. in Detroit, and the hardest part about 
instituting that culture is getting guys to buy into it. And what I think Pete Carroll has done is we've seen a whole whole shift in the personnel. Yet the buy-in is the buy-in is still the same yeah. way with a completely different cast of characters doing mm-hmm. it in a different way. And it's not the offense versus the defense right now. Nope. They are kind of wholly together. And look, there's a lot of and there's a whole lot of crazy on that team. You got DK, well, you got there's Jamal a, Adams. There's a lot of reports about guys like Jamal Adams who are not happy there. Yeah. And so what? Where was Jamal Adams yesterday? Yeah, not at the game. I think that I think there's things like that are that, that are pretty telling. Mm-hmm. And and yet when you can when you can pull off wins like that, mm-hmm. those are culture builders as well. Yep. And I, I'm rooting for Drew Locke now. Like he's always like the the rap him rapping on the bench when he oh, was on the in sideline when, Denver. Yeah, when, during the timeout. Yeah, he's a likable dude, yeah. right? He's just he's just a dude. And Sean Mannion with the shout out in there too. Mm. Sean Mannion, Oregon State Beaver. There you go. He gets that little shout out. So when since Sean came in, they got a good quarterback room there. They're not the most talented quarterback room in the no. NFL, but I find myself it, pulling for him. It, it's it's a it's a cast of I don't want to say likable losers, but it's 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 guys that were cast offs. Guys that have been through it. Yeah, ain't that. For dang sure. Mm-hmm. All right, 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text on Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online at VancouverFord.com. The star is shining too bright next on The Fan. Holy catfish! Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. We were just talking about how staying humble and not letting that that spotlight get you too high or get you too low like Drew Locke was. Do we we have a little trouble in paradise with old Tommy Cutlets and Tommy Mm. DeVito? Womp, 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 womp. (laughs) Look... There's an element of me that's like, hey, get yours when you can. But Tommy DeVito, New York Giants quarterback, who is every bit of the backup in playing that role, he has kind of been thrust into stardom. And being in Seattle and being in New York, two different planets, especially when you're an Italian who you play well for a game in the spotlight, everybody's going to love you. Tommy DeVito had a an appearance that he was going to do at a New Jersey pizzeria. And then the price of the brick went up because he went from charging $10,000 per appearance, which is a lot of money for a pizzeria. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Also, what pizzeria has $10,000? They forget about it. Yeah. I was just saying, that sounds like a protection racket, but they don't have 20 because it's now $20,000 to get Tommy DeVito to show up for an appearance. Milkshake duck. (laughs) Every single time. Every single time somebody comes up out of nowhere, oh, this is fun. Oh, this is cool. Look at Tommy yep. Cutlets. Yep. And then you find out, ah. Uh, oh, wait a minute. There's always a catch. That is an aggressive amount of money for Tommy DeVito to be charging for an appearance Well, fee. is it Tommy DeVito or is it Tommy DeVito's agent? Sean Stallions? Yeah. Uh, you mean uh, American... Italian Hall of Famer. Italian American Sports Hall of Famer. Uh yeah. Who was dressed like he was um stealing lucky charms. 
No, that's just the blazer that you get. That's the coat that you get. It's the official green jacket. Does it also come with? They are magically delicious. Move over, masters. You got a new green jacket. Does it also come with the green pants and the hat? Now that may have been his own flair, but to say, yeah, Jeff already already took my thunder there. It was magically delicious, but that's Irish, (laughs) buddy. Could you imagine if the Lucky Charms guy was Italian? Hey, they're magically delicious, huh? If you took that Forget picture, about it. he looks more like Luigi. If you because he's tall. Oh no! If you took that picture of him dressed in all green like that with that hat on, yeah, and showed it to anybody in New York, mm. they're gonna say, "Hey, look, it's the Lucky Charms guy." Yeah. Well, he's yeah. You know, he's a record-holding wide receiver at Marist University. Sean Stallions? Yeah, I did see something I, about that his his uh, his early playing career. Yeah, like now all of this is coming out because we're more. Look, they should be. I think it's twenty thousand because it's ten to Tommy and ten to Stallions exactly. to show up at this thing now. I look, I'm an Italian American Hall of Famer. Yeah, you you want me there yeah. too, which I think they were going to get. But I also like it, it sucks for like the the pizza place. And all that in in the community because it was in Jersey. It's like a hometown guy. You're gonna have this cool, um, like, hey, the hometown hero doing an appearance at our own pizza joint. It's all local, and then it's like, nope, he outpriced us right here. Now it's but also, G's. if you're Tommy DeVito, how long are you gonna be in the spotlight for? Because I don't know if anybody watched. I bet it was immediately after they played the Saints, and he came crashing right back down to earth. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Yeah, let's uh, let's cash in on the spotlight let's, let's not while we do can." That again, because the reality of it is, that Tommy DeVito probably like he is going to be a career backup. Mm-hmm. He, this is his moment to make money right now because. Look, it's not like he's not making any money at all. Living at home, making eight hundred thirty-two thousand dollars this this season, which I mean, not bad. It's only a little bit more than you and I get paid, but not bad. But it's also the time that he's probably going to make the most because this is what I was talking about with Drew Locke is that you want your quarterback to be a guy who's in the shadows Mm -hmm. that is okay with being in that role. This is not the shadows that does not want attention. This is this is the opposite of wanting to avoid the attention because look, Daniel Jones at the first bad game he has, Mm -hmm. everybody's going to be going. We want Devito, including Devito's family who are in the parking lot tailgating with all the cutlets. The backup quarterback is always the most popular guy in town. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to get a whole heck of a lot harder. You got to tamper that down. When he's Italian from New Jersey mm. and if you're going to the fans are just going if we're going to suck, we might as well have fun sucking. Yeah. And so they're going to want Tommy DeVito. And like look, that makes it really hard to be a backup quarterback when you have a spotlight on you. Like that was the problem with Tim Tebow. Nobody wanted to bring him into yeah. training camp because no matter who the starter was, he was gonna Tebow was going to suck up yeah. all of the noise. And you don't want that. You want the attention on your starter and a backup who's just willing to kind of just slink off and do backup stuff and be a Jim Sorgi. Drake May is sitting there right now going, I don't want to go to New York. No. Well, I mean, they just probably don't want to. They'll they'll probably get rid of Tommy DeVito. I mean, to be completely honest, they probably will do it because how can you have him on your roster if, if you're trying to develop a young quarterback? Yeah, you can find a backup quarterback that is as talented as Tommy DeVito. That's not hard. <laughs> no, that's not hard. He'll end up on the Jets is where he's going to end end hey, up because they're like yeah. still stay in New York. Yeah, we'll do it. And he he won't catch any of the attention that Aaron Rodgers is going to gobble up. Which we we need to get to that at some point today. We will. We will. That's, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers uh, did his million dollar interview today. I'm babe. And and Pat Max, he got thing. his money's worth. Oh yeah, he did. 
and we'll, we'll air a little bit of a snippet there because told you so. <laughs> Told you so. But where we've got to start our number two is we are a day away from the early signing period and a really big boost for the Oregon Ducks. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.